you're listening to the Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Vakula, here to help you travel the world at next to no cost through credit card points, miles, benefits, and rewards. Make money, save money, and take advantage of great deals. Thanks for joining me for episode 11, Cashback Credit Cards, in which I'll talk about strategies to maximize cashback. First, some updates. It's been a great start to 2020. On January 1st, after six months of no credit inquiries, U.S. Bank and First National Bank of Omaha are sensitive to inquiries, I applied for three cards. I was approved for the MGM MasterCard, which is amazing for my situation, but lackluster for many others. I also have conditional approval for the Barclays JetBlue business card. I'd suggest this to many who would fly JetBlue. I just need to verify my identity following postal mail correspondence. I'm currently pending for the U.S. Bank Flex Perks card, which can later allow me to get the wonderful Altitude Reserve card. I'll soon apply for another Bank of America business card when a payment posts to my existing card. Good friends, too, and podcast listeners have also had success with approvals in the new year. Let's start strong and keep the ball rolling. My previous episode with special guest Maserati Holly was really popular. Welcome new listeners, including members of the Credit Society Facebook group, and thanks again to loyal followers. Thanks also to Brian Jung of the Credit Society for letting me share the episode with the group. Stay tuned for more upcoming guests and a possible new podcast sponsor whose content I support, as he does a wonderful job helping businesses establish and grow their credit options. As always, feel free to contact me with comments, questions, feedback, and let's especially work together so you can get the right cards for you and many approvals in 2020. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com for past episodes, my credit card questionnaire, and contact form. Now, on with the show. My main focus is on credit cards offering points you can redeem for travel, including hotel rooms and flight tickets. Cards typically thought of as travel credit cards also offer great perks I've spoken about, like lounge access, hotel status, travel credits, and much more. As I see it, most people will get more overall value getting travel credit cards and using points for travel, rather than redeeming points for cashback or focusing on cards marketed as cashback cards. But what about those who don't want to travel, don't travel often, or are generally skeptical about points and miles? Good cashback options are available, even cashing out your points. But please don't make the mistake of getting cards with no or small sign-up bonuses, or focus on cards with categories which won't make much of a difference. Listen to episode 3 for more on the value of sign-up bonuses. Many cards like the PNC Bank Cash Rewards Visa are lackluster. Avoid these. This card offers a slim $100 cashback sign-up bonus after spending $1,000 in 90 days, and it has categories which both won't make much of a difference or are better covered by other cards. Even its 4% back on gas station purchases won't make much of a difference for most people. Please avoid starting your credit search with wanting a quote-unquote gas card. Instead, look for overall value a card will bring. Even to grant a generous $50 a week spending on gas, we'll get only $96 total return in year one, which is very weak, when we can instead apply for multiple cards and get far more value from sign-up bonuses. Consider many options and opportunity costs, what you would give up if you applied for this one card opposed to others, especially since you can get so many credit cards every few months. 
Even the popular Chase Amazon and American Express Amazon cards are subpar for 99% of people. The American Express card gives 5% back on Amazon purchases and a slim $150 signup bonus. But the signup bonus is really weak compared to other cards, and there are so many other ways to save more than 5% on Amazon. Just this month, there's an American Express offer to get 10% back on any Lowe's purchases up to $1,000, a maximum $100 discount. You can go to Lowe's and buy $1,000 or less in Amazon gift cards. You can also use other cards categories like four-time points on grocery spend, also getting fuel rewards or grocery rewards. Buy Amazon gift cards and get a good return. Just last month, I bought $800 worth of gift cards at a local store and got a tofurkey and a vegan ham as a bonus. They retail around $10 to $15 each. I could have also used the points for $0.80 off per gallon of gas for a 20-gallon fill, a savings of $16. You can take very little effort to save and make money. The Chase Amazon card is even more problematic because it takes up a Chase 524 slot. Remember, you can only get really valuable Chase cards in most situations if you have opened fewer than five cards which appear on your personal credit report in the last 24 months. And Chase has been closing accounts for too many Chase cards opened in a short time. I advise one Chase card open every three months to avoid this. And finally, how much are you really spending on Amazon at all? Maybe 100, 200 a month, even with 5% back through the credit card, you're not getting that great of a return and you're getting a low signup bonus. So with examples of cards to avoid, here are some cards you can find good value in. The Chase Inc. Cash Card grants a sign-up bonus of 50,000 points, or $500 after you spend $3,000 in 90 days. You also get a 0% intro APR for 12 months, never have to pay an annual fee, and get 5 times points or 5% cash back on spending at office supply stores like Office Max and Staples, where you can buy Amazon or many other gift cards for grocery stores, gas stations, and several merchants. Again, I find more value in using Chase Ultimate Rewards Points for travel, but redeeming these for cashback might be a good option for you. You'll especially want to get this card early because of Chase's 524 rule that I mentioned. It's one of the few cards I'll praise for its wonderful 5x office supply store category. If you don't have a brick and mortar business, don't sweat it, as you can apply with a social security number and even get an EIN for free, even based on small business activities like hosting a YouTube channel, which generates income, selling on Amazon, selling on eBay, selling art, and so much more. Business cards are super valuable. Other Chase business cards include the Inc. Unlimited and Inc. Preferred. They have great sign-up bonuses and decent earning potential. Support my efforts by using my Chase Inc. Unlimited referral on my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com. The Chase Sapphire Preferred is also a solid option for cashback, with 60,000 point or $600 signup bonus. You'll be well ahead even after the annual fee of under $100. Use my referral link as well to grant me 15,000 points or $150 at no cost to you. If you have the Ink Preferred or the Sapphire Preferred, you also gain versatility in using points for travel if you decide. Options are always nice. The Chase Freedom Card is also nice, with a 15,000 point or $150 signup bonus and quarterly five times categories. But I wouldn't suggest people with a great credit profile apply for this card, as they can find better credit options inside and outside Chase. You'll also, of course, not get great value if you fail to maximize the $1,500 spending on the 5X categories. 
The card can be a good option though for people with credit scores around 700 and a year or more of good credit history. A checking account too with Chase can improve your approval chances. I also wouldn't recommend staying under 524 forever because you'll constantly pass on so many great options. Consider opportunity cost and the inevitability of running out of certain business cards which do not add to your 524 account. Cashback focused people can also downgrade or product change the Chase Sapphire preferred in year two. Paying the annual fee might not make sense. The Freedom Unlimited too, with its attractive 1.5 times back on all spend or 1.5% cashback, isn't that great since I'll advise other Chase cards first and most won't spend an incredible amount of money. The spend too will be better spent on business, the Chase business cards, bonus categories, and signup bonuses. You'll be fine also with the Chase Inc. Unlimited card, which offers a bigger signup bonus. Let's move on to American Express. Their relatively new card, the Blue Business Cash, can also be a solid option for cashback. 2% cashback on all spend up to $50,000 in a calendar year, and then a $250 bonus for spending $5,000 in 6 months, and another $250 after spending 10,000 in 12 months, a total of $500 and 2% cashback, a 7% return on all spend for the first $10,000 in spending, much better of course than those Amazon cards. This card is really easy to manage with no annual fee, automatic cashback redemption, statement credits, 0% intro APR built in. You should be able to get this card with credit scores around 700, even a bit lower as I witnessed a recent American Express approval with 690 scores. Amex business cards also do not take up 524 slots, and once you have one American Express card, future applications are usually not hard inquiries. American Express also offers a great option with its Charles Schwab Platinum Card, 60,000 points for spending $5,000 in three months, and many other benefits including Saks Off Fifth Avenue credits, Uber or Uber Eats credits, lounge access, airline incidentals, and most importantly for the cashback crowd, the card allows you to transfer Amex points or membership rewards to a Schwab account for a cash out of 1.25 cents per point, 1.25%. There's a 550 annual fee on the card, but you're still ahead $200 just from the signup bonus and will gain more value from the card's benefits, even if you don't travel. Alone, this card isn't very appealing, but when you have other American Express cards granting you membership rewards, the cash-out option is more powerful. The Blue Business Plus, the Business Gold card, and the Business Green cards can also be good options for you among American Express's business cards. For those over 524, consider the Personal Gold card, Personal Platinum cards, and the Personal Green card. I find cards like Cash Magnet and Blue Cash Preferred to be weak, compared to the membership rewards and Schwab cash-out options, but you can get these later in your credit journey if you absolutely won't travel. Membership rewards, like Chase Ultimate Rewards, are versatile, so it's nice to have options to use points for hotel stays or flights. Who knows what might come up? A nice concert in the United Kingdom, a trip to Hawaii, a trip to Vegas? You might change your mind, so don't lock yourself in with cash back. As always, reach out to chat with me about an American Express application strategy and use my referral link to grant me bonus points. Finally, and there are of course more cards you can use to generate cashback, the Wells Fargo Business Platinum is a strong card. Its cashback version, not the travel version, gives a $500 signup bonus after spending $5,000 in three months and an additional 1.5% cashback on all spending. 
The travel version, too, can be a nice, versatile option with a 50,000-point sign-up bonus, one point for every dollar spent, and an extra 1,000 points for each month you spend $1,000. This makes it a 2% cashback card when you cash out the travel points at one cent per point and only spend $1,000 a month. Listen to episode 10 with Maserati Holly, who discusses many ways to creatively reach spending goals. Of course, too, my previous guests have talked about this topic. You can also plan applications around upcoming larger expenses like auto insurance, car repairs, although hopefully you won't need them, and tax payments, so you're not only getting 2% or so back on your spending. Hopefully this was helpful for you to think about many ways to gain cash back. The credit card space, I must admit, can seem complicated. It's important to know all the rules so you can experience success and maximize your returns. Don't be one of these people saying it's too much effort because it's really not, especially when I'm here to help you, offering my expertise and experience so you won't have to spend hours researching and likely making mistakes, which will cost you even more time. The credit card game is well worth it, granting you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in value and a good amount of fun. This also doesn't have to be an all-or-nothing pursuit. Start small with just one card, see what's comfortable for you, and don't take on too much at a time. Let's work together for a very strong 2020. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more content. Visit my website at hurdygurdytravelpodcast.com, where you can read episode transcripts, complete a free credit card questionnaire to receive tailored recommendations, view helpful resources, listen to past episodes, and contact me. Support my work through Patreon, PayPal, the Cash App, and referral links by visiting the Donate tab on my website. Subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter, and follow on Instagram, searching for me, Justin Vakula, and Hurdy Gurdy Travel Podcast. Visit my other podcast at StoicSolutionsPodcast.com, where you can find practical wisdom for everyday life inspired by the ancient philosophers of Greece and Rome. Thanks to generous patrons and fans of this podcast who help support my work. Have a great day. Music